What's up, guys? We are sitting here with Big Mike. That's uh, what we call him in the chat room. Actually, his name is Michael Spinoza. Uh, good to see you, brother. You, yeah, out here in Long Beach, New York. Uh, first time out here. It's kind of funny. Snowing on the beach the other day. <laughs> Not the typical thing. Uh, we were just out on the boardwalk uh, earlier before we came in. But uh, super cool to be here. Mike was a Foos 4 student at first. And uh, after a while, he just started crushing it in the stock market in our chat room. Me and Robert, who works with me at Foos 4, who was also a former student, kind of did just take notice of your ability to you know, make some amazing trades. Uh, in trading, and he basically he tripled his trading account as a Foos4 student. And me and Mike flew out, or me and Robert flew out here. What was that? Two years ago, yeah. I believe, uh, to come meet Mike and just said, "Hey, man, do you want to be part of the team and then start mentoring our students as well?" So uh, Mike's been with us for a couple of years. It's great to have him as part of the Foos4 team. He's a huge help uh, for our students. So um, it's super awesome to have uh, that additional help and to actually see my students have success as well and now become mentor. So Mike, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit more about your backstory, how you even found me, and what's kind of been your, you know, the process of becoming a student, and then how you felt about becoming a mentor and actually sharing your knowledge. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, like anyone else, social media um, is a beautiful thing. We wouldn't be able to meet people um, that we didn't know in person without it. Um, and I was living in the corporate world, like anybody else, went to college for finance, graduated, had a nine to five job in the corporate world, was super pumped at the time um, until I actually got into that job. And then six months into it as an analyst, was really not content with my lifestyle. Um, you know, who I was becoming, my daily routine, what I was eating, et cetera. Um, left that job, uh, was an advisor for a while, didn't really like the job again, and stumbled across Foos on social media. And I saw he had a lifestyle um, and that he traded, uh, more importantly, with technical analysis, charts, uh, pattern recognition. This is something that I didn't know beforehand, but I knew a lot about fundamentals, you know, uh, looking at cash flow, income statements, balance sheets, all that. Um, so Foos kind of introduced me to how to day trade um, and have a system. Um, so bought his DVDs immediately um, and more importantly, studied them day in and day out for about, I'm going to say three months at my job. I'll never forget keeping the door shut in my <laughs> office and not doing real work. I can only imagine how many other people are doing that as well. Yeah. Training. Like, it's and, um, you know, decided to make the jump and um, did really good my first year using the Foos4 system. You know, Foos and Rob came to meet me um, and it was definitely what I wanted. I wanted a different lifestyle. Uh, more importantly, to trade is exhilarating. Um, and I think the lifestyle is more important with trading, keeping your, your mind balanced, your body in tune. They kind of flow into each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's really important. Um, and then here I am now just trying to show everyone that it is possible. I think a lot of people aren't aware of how the market works, and more importantly, the type of action that happens on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. You, know? you talk to anybody, and some, even like my grandmother, she doesn't even understand day trading. You can actually <laughs> like what, buy something what and sell that mean? five seconds later if you want. Um, so I really want to help people learn this because in the world that we live in, I think everyone's you know, trying to approach financial freedom. Yeah. And this is the best skill set to have. That's the easiest with a full-time job mm -hmm. if you still have one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we were just sitting here trading today and you just made, it was 1,700, then you made another trade. Now you've made $2,000 in the day, literally within the first 30 minutes of the market open. So that was kind of like, you know, I used to be a swing trader from probably 2005 up until 2008. And that's when we saw the first market crash. Yeah. And after that happened, I had to adapt my trading abilities to basically be able to handle that market volatility. And now 
I don't even really think about swing trading too much anymore. Yeah. For one, you have overnight stress of being like, shit, what is this stock going to do the next morning? Uh, when in day trading, especially with the strategy that we utilize, you can literally do it within 30 minutes. You made two grand within 30 minutes this morning. Cash now in, we're, cash out. Now we're sitting here doing something else, whatever else we want to do. It really just opens up a lot of opportunity as far as time and what you actually want to do with that. And the beautiful thing is as well, you can make a lot of money in a short amount of time. A lot of people might have free time, but they don't have money to you know, utilize that time yeah. well. So with day trading, you can really have uh, you know, the ability to actually maximize that. So I want to kind of talk about you know, a lot of our you know, aspiring traders and students are in college. I kind of had like a crazy college life. All I really did was party five days a week. So I'm kind of curious, you know, like what was your, what was your motive? Did you know what you wanted to do in college? I know you weren't probably, I don't know if you were thinking about day trading at all. You went into the finance world, Yeah. but like, you know, I was drunk my entire college. <laughs> like, What was Mike's college life? Like? I was pretty drunk too. During college. <laughs> I would say that, the, you know, I think everyone in college thinks they know what they want to do, but deep down, you know, they really do. Yeah, yeah. And I was the same way. I'd go to party. I know I wanted to be in finance and make a lot of money, but I didn't even think about day trading. And to this day, I'm actually pissed I didn't find you yeah, in yeah. your senior year because I probably would have not went to any of my classes yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, just studied and probably be, you know, doing better off now. But, um, you know, in college, partying, yeah, yeah. I was still looking at stocks. You know, a couple of friends, we'd talk about penny stocks, mm -hmm. but never looked at a chart, was just kind of going for the home run, like it's 30 cents, it could go to a dollar or two. They all never worked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, definitely wish that I learned this in college, because I think that if you give yourself college to do this, then, um, you know, coming out, you're ahead of the ball, you know? Yeah. And starting, you know, in your late 20s, you know, early 30s. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of people are getting started, you know, as young as 18. We have another student who's actually helping with our social media, Evan. I believe he's 19, who yeah. we also did an interview with previously. All right, guys, just a brief interruption. I want to let you guys know about our free masterclass. If you want to learn how to day trade the stock market, I would love to invite you to our free masterclass. We're going to teach you our top five secrets on how to get started in day trading. And just for joining, we're going to give you our top five market tools. The biggest question we get is, hey, Foos, what broker to use? What charting platform to use? What scanner to use? I'm going to give you all those free tools in our free masterclass. Links in the description, and I'll see you there. But for now, stay tuned for the rest of the podcast. And it's... The earlier you can start is definitely yeah. a benefit because you don't want to be, you know, my age, 33 now, just getting started and if potentially lose money, you're like, shit, now what do I do? Like, it's definitely beneficial to start at a younger age, definitely. go through that learning curve early and have the ability. You know, when you're younger, you can take a lot bigger risks exactly. because you have less responsibility, you know, have a bunch of assets, you have the ability to really, you know, take risks without it being a detrimental to your life because in college, what else are you doing or... And then I was drinking, yeah, I was drinking forties <laughs> pouring sparks in after drinking down to the sticker line, like just being a maniac. But you know, that's when I started, I was running, uh, the technical trader.net, uh, for I think about sophomore year, 2006 is when I started that. And I did it for free in college, just kind of building up my reputation. And then I ended up dropping out of school and starting, uh, it turned into a business in 2008. And then I moved to San Diego thinking, oh man, life's great making money trading, I got a business. Next thing you know, we have the market crash, August of 2008, the month I moved to San Diego. So that was kind of, uh, you know, a big, it was good to get humbled. And that's also another thing that yeah. most traders need to experience is getting humbled in the market. Uh, because it's kind of like, 
you know, the bubble that we see in Bitcoin. Everybody is a second go, you just buy it and it just goes up. So and a lot of people just got humbled by Bitcoin. You know, a lot of people are That's down on sure. Bitcoin. So uh, it's good. And you want to learn that early on in your career. Like, I feel like I'm blessed to have gone through the 2008 market crash yeah. as a trader because I'm prepared for potentially what's going to happen. I think within the next one to three years, we're going to see some sort of big correction. We've been up straight up for the last 10 yeah. years in a row. So uh, <clears throat> it could happen at any time. I don't know. I'm not one to call the market. But, you know, if you're an investor, it's difficult because you're not really liquid or it's much diff more difficult to have to call your financial advisor be like, hey, I think I might want to get out of these positions, you know, as opposed to if you're a day trader, you're liquid, you can just get out at the click of a button. Yeah. So. We don't care what happens. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm worried about day by day. That's the beauty. Yeah, and we can make money in either any kind of market, whether Basically, it goes yeah. up or down. So uh, that's also a beautiful thing about being a day trader is just being liquid. Um, another thing I wanted to ask in a, a webinar the other week, you said previously coming into day trading, you were kind of in a dark place. Uh, I don't know if that was from your job or what, like, but what was that like for you? And also just how is it? going from one job to another. A lot of people are kind of like, well, I don't know how to get started or I have a job. Like, how do I make that transition? Like, what was your process for making that transition from one job to another? Um, not easy. I think yeah. everybody thinks that it's going to be easy and everyone thinks success is like, I'm doing great, everything's great, but success is stress. You mm -hmm. know, working on a daily basis, stressing, pushing your comfort zones. I was never, you know, I was always nervous when I left my job to um, become a day trader, but that nervousness is what made me excel and push myself. Um, and in terms of being in a dark place, you know, I was just wasn't happy with what I was doing, who I was becoming, um, my body, my mind's kind of all in you know whole ball of wax type thing. Um, so having a career that really makes you happy is what's most important because you can make a million dollars a year if you're miserable. It doesn't matter. You know, yeah. really, and I think you, you kind of see that as you get older, right? Like, so um, that nervousness is what makes me work hard every day. Yeah, so yeah. When I started trading, you know, ma was making money, but um, to get, make it to the next level and to really be good guys, you need to ha push yourself, especially with trading. Um, like my motto is get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I think that's a good motto yeah, yeah. for career switching. Stepping out of your comfort of zone is a place yep. where most people find growth. Yeah. And a lot of people are scared to step out of their comfort zone. P.S. guys, this is Capone over yeah. here. This is Mike's dog, <laughs> Foos4 <four> mascot. <laughs> Chilling on here. We had to decide whether it was going to be listening to him chew on a toy or barking in the background. So we decided <laughs> we to the toy. <laughs> <laughs> toy chewing. But yeah, now getting out of your comfort zone is definitely something that you know, most people are uncomfortable doing, but it, it's such a benefit to do and also be in, get in a habit of yep. doing. Uh, you know, I even just being in the same city for too long now, I kind of get like complacent and yeah. a little bored, like, and there's nothing more exciting than going to a new city and exploring that. And this comes an addiction, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I almost feel like I need to keep moving to like continue to get that high almost yep. of uh, getting in a new spot. So, uh, yeah, you know, comfort zone is a huge thing. And also you said being happy with your career. So many people are stuck in something they don't love doing. Yeah. Now, I've been day trading for 13 years. It's still a big passionate thing of mine, but I've already been there. I've done that. I've, you know, gotten to levels where I've made a lot of money in trading. But at the same time, after 13 years, I was becoming complacent in just day trading. So I was just kind of thinking, like, okay, what else can I do uh, to, you know, fulfill a new high. And that's kind of what I'm starting. Iconic now is something to just kind of expand my mind 
beyond trading. I'm still trading, but I also just kind of felt after a decade of doing something that I needed a little something more. Definitely. So uh, I'm super pumped to be doing this. I'm super stoked to be able to have you on the show. Uh, tell you guys a little bit more about you know, just the trading career in general. It's such an exhilarating and kind of just, it's hectic as Highs well. And lows. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's manic depressive, but there's, there's a lot of upsides and a lot of downsides, but it also gives you the ability to have so much time and freedom to, as opposed to being in a nine to five or having a boss, there is stability in that, but the stability also means you're basically flatlined for a long time yeah. at your career pay. You know, day trading, you made $2,000 in 30 minutes today. A lot of people don't even make that in a month as, a, as like a minimum wage job. Yeah. And you were just able to make that in 30 minutes a day. So also going back to what we just said, it's a manic depressive to career as well. What I want to know what your favorite part about day trading is and what your least favorite part about day trading is. That's a good question. <laughs> I'm going to say my favorite part is that I have the opportunity every day to change my life. So that's what gets me up early every morning. Um, there's a stock every day that's going to move, especially in these small caps, 20, 50, 100% within a day. And you can change your net worth you know, in a day trading. So that's probably my favorite part is just the opportunity. Um, I'd say my least favorite part is probably getting asked what broker you use. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, dude. <laughs> uh, no, probably just um, you know, like anyone else. I think I hated it more when I started, but dealing with losses. Um, when I first started, you know, I would take like a, a $300 loss, you know, like my first year, and I'd just be like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> it's all ruined. And now, you know, after doing this for about three years, you get comfortable with those losses. Yeah, yeah. You know, even as they, they get bigger, um, I think that going back to the whole comfort zone thing, um, the losses make you grow. Yeah. You will not become a bigger trader without the losses. Yeah. So, um, that's kind of how I, I look at it. Yeah, and that just kind of gets to the point of mindset. How do you interpret that loss? Right. Do you interpret that as a failure or do you interpret that as a learning experience to grow yeah. and expand your mind about how can I fix that? A lot of people get down on trading because- Most people do. You know, that's how you, people blow up their accounts because they let a loss turn into kind of a death spiral mm -hmm. of an emotional disaster that they can't recover from. So it's really just all mindset at the end of the day. And I tell this people all the time, the Fusfor trading system is a great system, but it's not rocket science. It's like memorizing flashcards, yep. but it's a very integral part of the process of trading. But at the end of the day, it's just the ability to keep that mind state and emotional control to click buy and sell when you need to. And that's kind of what I teach in cloud nine. And those are kind of my ways of dealing with stress that I teach in cloud nine, which is our psychology, psychology aspect of our training program. But what, what do you do on a day-to-day -day, day -day basis or what what are the coping mechanism, mechanisms that you use to kind of like keep the stress, stress out of your life yeah. uh, in trading? Um, working out, number one, um, cardio. I started to do a ton of cardio since I started trading and you know, after a rough day, physical exercise is one of the, the best ways to naturally allow stress to leave the body. You know, uh, Most people will say, I'm just going to work harder tonight and sit behind the screen longer, and that's exactly what you should not be doing. <laughs> yeah, like just screen anxiety. Right? Just the LED lights constant. Yeah. So um, you know, I'd say that most people definitely um, should do that. Yeah, yeah. More. Um, I just had a mental thought. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, and everything I wanted to ask Working you about. Out, um, yeah. You know, we can talk about this because I know you mentioned it. Yeah. I am a huge um, advocate of cannabis. Um, 
for me, it works. You know, everyone's different. Everyone has a different psych. But um, I was, you know, college, huge boozer. Yeah, yeah. Um, my family's big boozers, my brothers. And um, now I, you know, smoke more weed instead of drinking because I found that, number one, I can function the next day. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I cannot no function after no that out of drinking. Um, <laughs> I cannot trade, you know, with a hangover. Most people can't. Um, and the, the science behind cannabis is coming out, what it does to your mind, what it does to your body. Yeah. Um, I think that's more of a newer age thing, mm -hmm. you know, newer generational belief, um, especially for your brain. Um, there's been a lot of studies, you know, concussion relief and, all, and stuff like that. So I believe that from a mental standpoint, it's one of the best ways to clear your mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that dramatically helps me a lot. I find, you know, usually by four or five o'clock, um, overall, the little joint. Yeah, yeah. I could have made three thousand that day or lost three thousand. Doesn't matter. I'm just completely, you know. Yeah. So you smoke after the trading session, not before. Never during. Let's get that straight. <laughs> People think that. Yo, Mike, do you get high? Yeah, right before the open. I'm, I'm gonna take this ripping bongs no. right before the bar. After method. the close, guys, I do not mix work and uh, you know work and play. I take trading very seriously, but I do believe that after the day is over, it's you know. Very similar to yoga. You know, yeah, you yeah. feel like for yoga when you mm -hmm. do your stretching and um, you, know, you just feel very zen. Yeah, yeah. See, for me, like, I get like anxiety attacks That's if I, I smoke weed. Different. Yeah, yeah. For me, if I smoke, I'd like, it's been years since I've actually smoked any weed, but if I do, I would probably like, if I smoked weed right now, I'd probably like leave this room. <laughs> I, gotta get out I gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, and also, like, especially even drinking, like, I can't even function like Norbert my videographer here just like yells at me anytime I even drink anything because he knows the next day I'm not going to be doing anything <laughs> as, you old, as you age it's really the hangovers are oh uh, yeah man they'll crush you going out <laughs> if I go out Saturday I'll be toast to like Wednesday so right. it's crazy that it's really annoying actually I hate it but <laughs> <laughs> it's like shit I am getting That's, old but you know it's fun because you want to still you want to still have a good time right yeah yeah and you want that balance but um especially with work and trading, yeah. it affects you dramatically. Oh, for sure. And I think it's almost, it's, it's a miracle, the productivity level that you'll find. Like earlier last year when I started doing traveling full time, I basically kind of quit cold turkey on alcohol completely, uh, 100%. And you realize there's a level inside of you in productivity that you didn't even realize existed. Because yeah. basically from the age of about 16 up until 32, I was drunk like Never 20 years. <laughs> yeah, basically just on a fucking party bender, you know? And so at that point, basically 15 years of not even knowing this level that I had inside of me. And when I quit drinking like completely, there was this whole nother person that I didn't even know or a level of productivity that I had within me yeah. that was there because I was always operating at, you know, what I thought was 100% was actually 70%. And then once I quit drinking, I didn't even realize that this level of 100% was actually there. So it was a huge uh, difference in my life to find that out. And I was just hustling big time last year. Uh, but now, you know, I still balance out drinking. And we're going out to dinner later. I'm definitely going to have some drinks. And, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of water afterwards. Uh, yeah, so it's crazy, though, that how much alcohol does affect your ability to actually be productive. And you don't really realize that until you actually stop and so yeah. I, I would encourage everybody to go like on a 30-day break if they are drinking or whatever yeah, and just see what it's like i was actually just talking about this with my brother uh in oregon he said he realized such a big difference when he didn't drink uh at all so if you guys watching try a 30-day sobriety test and see what kind of you know difference you see in your life as far as being productive 
uh, being capable to achieve, capable of achieving new things, and just how much better you actually feel. Even though usually if I don't drink all week, Friday I'm like, shit, I would love a whiskey on the rocks Definitely. or an old fashioned, <laughs> so, you know. So, but you gotta have balance, uh, right? you gotta have balance. So, you know, I basically stopped for a long time and didn't really drink uh, at all, and now I got more of a balanced thing. Maybe once a week I'll go have a little fun. Um, but last and not uh, least at all here. Uh, you know, a lot of people always ask me about like what my daily routine is. So walk us through a big mic day in the life day trader from waking up to the market close. So I started this probably like about a year ago. I started waking up super early, um, like five in the morning every day I'm up. Um, now I'm at the point where I can just get up without an alarm, which is, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. That's intense. I'm basically going right downstairs and doing cardio um, or sauna in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, studies have shown for those of you go on Google, look at what your brain looks like before you take a 30 minute walk and what your brain looks like after. And there's much more activity. Mm -hmm. Personally, you feel much more uh, confident. You feel like you can think straight. Um, so getting that cardio in or some type of sweat in before the market opens, is what gets me, you know, in tune. Mm-hmm. So usually 30, 40 minutes of that. I'm usually behind the screen, um, sometimes 6, 30, 7 a.m., getting locates on shorts, seeing, you know, I spend two hours pre- prepping for the day. Like mm-hmm. before the open, we already knew what we were trading, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what most people think don't get. Um, the game plan is established beforehand. Um, so by 9.15, I know what I'm trading. I know the size. I have a game plan, everything. At that point, it's just about, you know, Getting cool and calm, cool and collect. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the open, you know, we look to uh, we do Foos TV, where we're broadcasting every day. I'm usually pretty aggressive within the first hour, um, like today, the way the market's been. Um, and then after the first hour, um, by noon, I'm usually starting to, uh, you know, usually all cash is evaluating the market, and I'll hang out all day um, and chat um, and just see what's moving. Uh, but lately, you know, the first hour or two, like we talk about, is where the, the yeah, volatility yeah. is, and that's where. Um, the action is, lately, if you hang around, um, we call it the lull, where you sit around all day, you try and trade these intraday scalps, and it just ends up in the spin cycle, and yeah. you never trade. Um, and then, you know, 3, 4 o'clock, market closes. Um, I'll hang around until 4.30, 5, because sometimes after hours, you get some earnings and stuff like that. Let's see what news is out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, we do the mentorship twice a week. Yeah. Um, and I usually, I'll hit the gym at night just to, um, that's another way to just come come down a little bit yeah know? yeah um smoke my joint you know <laughs> wind then, down at the end then, of the day uh, you know yeah wind down and then do it again the next day there definitely you go. shot by friday though i will say um you know it's definitely it's a, it's a lot of um keeping your mind and body in tune mm-hmm. um and a lot less looking at charts you know and like studying what's this company going to do it's really just about focusing on keeping you just zenned out it's literally it's all, all mental is. health yeah at the end of the day and that's Again, like I was saying, that's why I created Cloud9, because so many people would just go through the course and they would think uh, that would be, you know, the that's end game. It, right? like, that's it. Okay, I'm a, you have the knowledge of a professional trader at that point, yeah. but you don't have the mental stamina, and that's why we created Cloud9. But uh, I wanted to get into some student questions. Yeah. Uh, just read a couple here that we had. Uh, first one here is: What do you learn most from your previous job that made your new career as a day trader easier? Was it the technical still skills or more of a mental state of mind being in this field? Probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, <Yeah. laughs> there's really nothing out there that will teach you about 
day trading yeah, yeah. besides, you know, like the DVDs and stuff that we have. So I just knew, you know, I focused more on larger cap names mm -hmm. at my prior jobs, which I don't trade at all. You know, the Facebooks, the Apples, the Amazons, I don't trade. So honestly, nothing. That's why I tell everyone, um, anyone can do this. Yeah. Um, my analyst job maybe taught me that small caps, like I was an analyst, I had to create a price target for a small cap. Mm -hmm. What I learned was that that means absolute dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, an analyst will push out a price action, basically just kind of manipulate, okay, we want this stock yes. to go there. It's not, okay, this stock might go there. It's, we want this stock yes, to go there because exactly we have some sort of... Ulterior motive. Yeah, yeah. And that's how everything is when you look at CNBC, Twitter, anybody talking about any stock yep. anywhere, they have an ulterior motive to influence that stock in that direction. That's just the state of the market yeah. uh, at any given time. So uh, next question is, how long did it, this actually I think was directed at me and you, how long did it take him to start profiting and what makes him one of the best traders you've ever seen? So for me to answer that, what makes Mike one of the best traders I've ever seen, I think, is just the amount of dedication uh, that you put in this game. I mean, you're obsessed, and yeah, that's what obsessed. it takes to be uh, part of this. You know, I was like, yo, do you just want to take the day off to shoot this video? You're like, no, I'm trading. <laughs> like, I tell everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Mom would be like, hey, can you just run here and do this errand? I'm like, so I run to the bathroom. It's right there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think that's uh, a level, and that's why you're so good at this, because you have such dedication to this craft, and you're so motivated uh, and you're obsessed, and that's what it takes to become the master at anything, is anything, yeah. an obsession to, to do it. So that's why I think Mike is a good at the game and, and obsessed because, you know, he didn't really even want to enjoy the day off to uh, shoot a video yeah. and go on a helicopter. He's like, no, dude, I'm, I'm fucking trading. That's Once what you I see do. what's possible, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of um, traders out there that, sh that trade small caps, and um, I'm not going to name any, but when you see what, you know, some of these youngins are making... Yeah. It's just pure motivation, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Mind-blowing to see what some of these kids are making these days. Uh, I guess we could close out this with this question here, guys. Would, what would be the best piece of advice for a new and inspiring, aspiring day trader who is interested in getting started? The best advice I would give you is educate before you trade, which is what we always talk about, like mm -hmm. getting into the racetrack. Um, don't follow anyone on stock tweets or Twitter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And sky's the limit. Um, the truth is that you can make a, a limitless amount of money in trading. Um, and a lot of people, whether it's family, friends, are going to shoot you down. Um, just keep going and keep working hard because everyone kind of shot me down when I started. And um, yeah, I've never been happier. So. Yeah, and that's amazing. So for, for me, I, I would say uh, as far as getting started, one would be 100% educate yourself, yeah. uh, you know, whether that be through our program or somebody else. Find somebody that you feel like you connect with and basically have them be your mentor. The first stock I ever traded, so I went to eTrade.com, found the cheapest stock on the website and just clicked buy for no reason. Yeah. And that's what so many people do. Everyone does it. Uh, and it's so stupid. Trading is a serious game. This is a profession, guys. It's not just a, a side hobby that you're going to pick up and start making money. You have to be 110% dedicated to the game. And if you want to make money, you want to learn from the best. So whether it be from me and Mike or somebody else that you feel like you connect with, it's all about education. The second aspect would be understanding that ed or mindset is really what's going to push you yeah. to the next level as far as making money trading. And that's, I didn't make money for my first three years as a day trader. And that's because I was sitting there staring at charts on a screen. I would look at charts and then I'd come back and lose money that day and be like, 
what did I do wrong here? What did I do wrong here? And be like, well, it's all there. I just wasn't able to click buy and sell when I needed to. And that's when I started kind of getting over that edge of actually making money was when I basically kind of came to that realization and stopped kind of like doubting that that's what it was. It's like, oh, it's really just my mindset and actually yeah, being able to click buy and sell when you most need people, to. people, I would think that um, they come to the market and um, this is my biggest pet peeve because I did this when I first started. You make money once in a stock, right? And then you immediately think that you have a system and you're a profitable trainer. Mm -hmm. But can you do that over and, over and over again in a repeated fashion? Yeah. That's considered an edge. Um, and I think that you need to have that edge in the markets to be confident. And most people will just kind of, you know, do the chest pump yeah, yeah. money today and they really don't have that strategy. Yeah. I mean, really, like, even if you're making a bunch of money, your emotions should still be that's, you know, right? Complex, not like, yo, I am the man, like I am crushing it. Yep. It should still just be, because if you get overzealous, some of my biggest losing streaks have been right after making that's a bunch of money because you get overzealous and a little bit too overconfident and you make a bunch of money and then you start like, you're like, All right, I'm swinging for the fence on it's this like, one. I'm going to take this one to the next level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you have a big loss and then that just turns into like a death spiral and then you're totally mentally out of whack. So it really just boils down to... Uh, your mental, we got Capone over here. <laughs> but uh, anyways, guys, yeah, it's educate and understand that your mental side of things are, uh, are such a big part of the game. And that's why we also created Cloud9 as well, which is about seven hours of me talking about how to deal with mental stress of trading and how to cope with that psychology. All right, guys, to close this out, we want to offer you guys the ability to win a 90-day Foos4 Pro mentorship program with me and Big Mike, and maybe you'll even get a chance to meet our mascot, <laughs> Capone, over here. <laughs> but anyways, what the Foos4 Pro mentorship program is, is it's 90 days. You're gonna get about 25 hours of online training. That's Foos4 1, 2, and 3. That's swing trading, day trading, and learning how to short, in addition to Cloud9, our latest product, really focusing on mental psychology of trading, and that's really what it boils down to at the end of the day of how to make money uh, is understanding the mental side of the game. In addition, it's Monday through Friday of Foos4 Live trading. It's a live broadcast. In addition, three days a week of mentorship class with me and Beg Mike. But uh, anyways, guys, Mike's also got a brand new Maserati Gran Turismo that we're about to go check out. I used to have when I had the Gran Turismo MC Sportline, but it was a 2012. Now to think about that, it was so old, uh, <laughs> but it was still a hot whip. So uh, we're going to go check out Mike's whip. Let's do it. Right on. Yep. Kaboom! <laughs> Did a good job there, buddy. Just sit for a minute. That is a wrap for today's episode of Iconic Traders with the squad. Hey, guys, I would really appreciate it if you could leave some feedback. I really want to provide as much value as possible. If you could rate and review, tell us what you thought about the podcast how we can do anything to improve to better serve you guys and drop more value. Anyways, stay tuned to the next episode, and thanks for listening.